start this podcast um, reading a poem that I wrote back in 2003 titled Learning About Life. I learned about life to trials and errors, lessons no one ever told me anything about. No one ever warned me that they could happen. I did not have someone to guide me, a manual I never found. All I knew was to do the best that I could. I try hard even when I fail at times. I cry the tears of pain, I wiped them dry. And I lifted my head up high and I prayed and I prayed. My heart has known many rejections, suffering and deceptions, but I learned to forgive and forget. Keep on walking my journey without disdain. Forget the past, hope for a better future. These things I learned about life, those without faith, hope and love, they're nothing if they don't learn. They walk alone in life. However, if we believe, love can conquer all. Faith can move mountains. Hope can give you the strength to face your life realities, essentials to make your journey safe, guidance to lead you in the right path, love to let the light shine. True joy is what you will find if you learn these principles early on on life. I titled this podcast Lessons Learned About Parenting as I was prompted to write about parenting. How many of us have experienced traumatic childhoods, experienced consequences of bad decisions during your youth years, young adulthood, and during your maturity years? Most have experienced separation, divorce, illnesses, and many other life difficulties which which have resulted in pain and suffering. Many of us have not received the spiritual, emotional, positive child-rearing discipline during our upbringing. The healthy parental guidance needed that will have helped in knowing how to make wise decisions in life. And as a result, we sometimes fail in some phases during our lifetime. Most of us understand that we did not choose the family in which we were born into, nor did we know how they needed to love us and treat us. We can blame them, as some of our parents were not guided in this manner as well. They themselves did not receive what they could not give. As a Christian, we must acknowledge that these are generational cycles that you may be the primary catalyst to break them. The best way possible is having a heart-to-heart conversation with your parents, of which is hard to do, but is doable. And within this process, Forgiveness is the deliverance needed. What what did you learn from these lessons that you can turn around and not repeat? How can you become a better parent and not repeat the same mistakes? The Bible clearly instructs us in Proverbs 22, verse 6, Train up a child in the way he shall go. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. And in Deuteronomy 6, verse 6 and 7, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. This is how important parenting instruction is, that our roles 
As guardians, role models, moderators, and mentors should not be taken lightly and be exercised at all times. With this being said, some parents are excellent providers and feel that this is all that is needed. Although being a good provider marks high in the Abraham Maslow hierarchy of needs, however, it is not the only thing that will contribute to a child feeling secure, becoming self-reliant, and disciplined. Children need not only meeting basic needs, but also providing guidance in others in other ways, such as setting appropriate boundaries, instructions, communication, demonstrating love and affection, as well as with exercising proper discipline based on age appropriateness. During the youth phase, it is a time of storm and stress because the child you know and love is transitioning from a child to a youth. You will notice that the child reacts differently, debates, argues, and lashes out. They have an internal battle of finding their their own individuality and are also thinking in an abstract way as opposed to concrete thinking. Children from 7 to 11 years old rely on concrete thinking. However, after 11 years of age, they start expanding to understand how others act. After age 11 years old, children begin to think abstractly. This is when they start figuring things out, challenging their perspective by reflecting on events and ideas. This is why they are so clever remembering facts and their memory become as sharp as as a knife and they start to put pieces of puzzles together. They can easily read body language and able to identify both verbal and non-verbal social cues. This is why you have to be truly transparent with them at this age. However, although they are experiencing individuation, the youth at this age need the most understanding and emotional support. Nurturing and the environment plays as a specific role during this phase. 1 Timothy 4 verse 12, let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Deuteronomy 4.9 Only take care and keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from our hearts all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children. These two verses clearly speak that as a parent, your role is to be there during this phase at its as it is the most challenging phase for both parents and the child. The parents must teach the lessons learned during their own youth journey to inspire hope, instruct, edify the child. Of course, we must remember that preaching and one-way communication with the youth, it is not constructive as the youth will not listen. And if you can remember the character of Charlie Brown, the only thing that they will hear will be blah, blah, blah. Nothing will hold place in this type of conversation. Just as important is learning about your child's individual personality, love language, and communication skill, skills. This is of our most priority. Getting to know your child or youth 
likes and dislikes so you know how to approach them when you need to address difficult situations. As children learn visually, tactile, and by hearing. As a parent, you must become creative in the manner you validate your children individually as not to create frustration and not provoke them as they all have unique personalities. We as parents think that this age that at this age they like to be left alone and we become outside observers without being active participant in their lives. As a parent, I encourage you that no matter how much the child states that he wants to be left alone, this is his or hers anger and manner of expressing their confusion and insecurities. Never give, never give up on your children during this phase and fight hard to ensure that they endure this phase and experience growth without losing them. Remember that they still your children and need your guidance. They may not tell you in, in their own words, but their rebellious behavior is their cry for help. Once this phase of storm and stress is over, you will see a beautiful youth blossom into a mature young adult. How many of us have been misunderstood during this stage? How many children have left their home because they felt their parents did not love them enough or took the time to acknowledge what they have been experiencing? How many children rebelled during this phase due to family problems? We must keep in mind that divorce and family breakup also have a great effect on youth and smaller children. This is statistically proven and correlates to this phase of storm and stress, and stress in which the youth is just reacting to the family life through his or her behaviors. I'm going to share a conversation that I had with an individual about 13 years ago. I saw this person in the mall and we started a conversation. We started talking about children and I share about my experience with my sons and share about their progress. When she began speaking about her child, she easily became uneasy and emotional. She stated that her her son, her child, treats her horribly and that she was afraid of him. She even went to say that her son even raised his hand to hit her and does not allow her to go into his room. These are warning flags for me as a parent and it shows that not only it can turn into a dangerous situation, but the fact that she has lost all control of her child. First mistake, she failed to set appropriate boundaries, boundaries with her child at an early onset. She also commented that the child also witnessed his father mistreating his mother verbally and he was, the, he was role modeling the abuse. He was already a teenager and taking the mold of his father's teaching. Was there room for this youth to change? Is there an appropriate intervention that this parent can put into practice to promote change behavior with this youth? Keep in mind that her fear can influence her as a parent to totally give up on this child or fear him enough to allow him to keep intimidating her. She needed to gain her power back as a parent. How can she influence this youth to fully respect her? I encourage setting boundaries, sticking to age-appropriate disciplining, and most importantly, for her to seek family counseling to set structure and address past dysfunctions. Proverbs 1a, hear my son your father's instruction and forsake not your mother's teaching. 
in Titus 2, verse 7 and 9. It shows how important it is to just demonstrate yourself in a respectful manner, conduct positive role modeling, as well as reacting in a calm and consistent manner. Verse 7 and 9. Show yourself in, in all respect to be a model good of good works, and in your teachings show integrity, dignity, and sound speech that cannot be condemned, so, so that an opponent may be put to shame having nothing evil to say about us. This warning is for parents, and it is a nomination to remind us all how important your role as a parent really is and how it can influence your children's behavior, and most importantly, how they think and make decisions in life. They're watching you. They model what they learn, hear, and see. So be the role model that they need. Don't let anyone else take the place of your children looking at you as their role model. Don't let no outside influencer mold their behaviors, how they dress, how they act, and what they do. It is not productive, healthy, or godly if it isn't going to produce healthy outcomes. I will end with this, this awesome quote by Sonia Sotomayor. Be the role model that they need, but a role model in the flesh provides more than inspiration. His or hers very existence is confirmation of possibility. One may have every reason to doubt saying yes someone like me can do this and also uh, another quote that i found be the role model you needed when you were younger um, anonymous author god bless mm-hmm.